caused by a curious djinn caused great insectoids to come sup upon the party. Jimjar, in a final heroic act, attacked the beasts so they could escape. Finally finished with their deadly delve into the cave, they arrive at Neverlight Grove. Last time you all were traveling towards Neverlight Grove and were, um, kind of discussing where to go next, how to go about it, and we're at one point um, digging around for some mushrooms as the fungi thickets were becoming increasingly more dense and uh, ran into some shriekers that let off a loud shriek into the uh, various caverns, um, alerting two demons, um, a Kazmi and a Vrock that quickly came and attacked you all. Um, you all were kind of, I think, having a more tactical fight, whereas they were having a more all-out assault. And the Kazmi, the um, fly-like demon with the long proboscis, 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 proboscis. You're killing it. Proboscis. Okay. They um, went forward and sort of sucked out all of Jim Jard's innards, and he perished immediately. As he perished, uh, you all had a vision of a golden gnome with uh, a dagger on his side and a big old money bag. Called himself Garl Glitter Gold. Question, and did he have hair? Yes. Okay. And he uh, he had uh, like sort of parted blonde hair, you know, like Imagine, not super long. Like Finn from Adventure Time hair. Not that, that's crazy long. Darn. Um, no, 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 no. Just parted, short, like businessman kind of hair. Okay. Mm. Um and he uh, told you all to get the fuck out of there. And if you all need any help, you know, check on a gold, old Garl Glitter Gold can help you out. Um, I don't know if we rolled for a religion check on that. And maybe we will have time in the future. If you all want to bring that up, I'll leave that up to you. But we won't do that right now. Um, time froze. And you, maybe some of you turned as time froze to see Jim Jar's last innards being taken up the proboscis of the Kazmi, the fly demon. And um, you ran past, uh, you ran past not only those, but you ran past some awakened Zerkwoods, some uh, large fungal um, creatures that came to life um, just from hearing all the, you know, stuff going around it. And uh, yeah, you, you traveled on. I think you all ran, right? You, you just fucking booked it for a while and eventually came upon the what you were searching for, which was Never Like Grove, um, the one of the many fungal homes of the Myconids who are mushroom people. Um, and it is kind of like a basin. Again, a large cavern. As you noticed, it's a lot easier to build a settlement in a large cavern. Um, it's a basin that goes downward with a series of terraces kind of going downward into a pool of water kind of in the middle, right? And everywhere is dominated by every type of mushroom that you can possibly imagine, both alien and um, and familiar. 
So Zerk woods that go hundreds of feet high, you know, almost like redwoods or something like that. There are um, chicken of the woods mushrooms that are seriously like the size of houses coming off certain walls, right? Stalactites and stalagmites still abound, but they are also dominated by various um, fungi. Um, off in the distance, you do see one very large purple, I would even call it a tower, that kind of goes up beyond this. And what you notice as you come in here, you know, lit up, it's lit up by bioluminescence, greens, purples, pinks, blues. Um, the first thing you notice is that this is possibly the most serene place that you've seen in the Underdark. There's not any noise. Gracklestuck had that constant mechanical forging going on. It had the constant billowing of smoke, right? That became part of the environment. The only sound you hear here is every once in a while a little shaking of, you know, maybe like some bushes or something, and then just a stream of different cricks, right? Different little splashes of water. But of course, you don't hear any talking because Mykonids don't talk per se. They kind of communicate telepathically as you've learned from both Stool and um, Rumpadump. And um, yeah, that, it, it's, it's a, a weirdly beautiful place. You look around and you see a lot of the mushrooms are still, and as you kind of look at one mushroom every once in a while, it'll just fucking get up and move. Right? It just stands up and walks over, and you're like, okay, well... <laughs> That's, cool. I guess they just that's what they do is, is it in two caverns the big mushroom is in another one is it one it's in giant? the back of the cavern the big one is in the back of the large cavern that you are I think the scale is like massive though it's like yeah, super it's, far away the from cavern us. is very very huge and that one is yeah that one is hundreds of yards away from you but it's that big and are there no paths it's just mushrooms covering every bit of ground yeah pretty much okay. um, but there are larger mushrooms like you don't have to like destroy mushrooms to walk around but yeah pretty much every inch is covered by some sort of fungal entity um, I'm not gonna be like oh you stepped on one they're all gonna attack you that would be insane um, so don't worry about that you move freely um, and I'll turn it over to you all but I will say that Rumpadump and Stool your two Mykonid followers one a very short more morel looking mushroom kind of spongy on top he's like two feet tall the squeaky one he kind of wiggles off of Nico off of your back um and he just kind of gets down. He just starts squeaking forward. Uh, really excited to be home. You know, he doesn't even want to really talk to you all that much. He's just that excited to make it home. And Rumpadump kind of follows along him closely. They're not running ahead of you, but they're they're going forward. Uh, and I'll pass it over to you all. Well, I guess we'll follow him, right? And Nico, it looks like this is your time. You're close with the Mykonids. We need a good arrival here. We need to find a new guide. Our guide to Bending Stone is no longer with us. We Very need true. friends. <laughs> well, hopefully we have friends here because, you know, we have mushroom friends. I expect <laughs> things to be happening in this place as well, just like the others we've been to. <laughs> I'm going to slide up my mask that Jin made me. Jin is Try also not to breathe in too many spores and I'll start walking behind <laughs> Jin is going to put on her mask too. <laughs> Jin, I wonder if... As Dro puts his mask up, I wonder if Drow are allowed here or not. Hmm. We'll see. Turpin up like uh, we're in Gracklestock. Yeah. Don't trust the mushrooms. They scream sometimes. I think... Don't trust them. They let us here. Regardless of what happens, our underlying goal should be acquire a new guide. Once whatever happens here happens, we'll need to get to Blinging Stone to get you all to the surface. None of us know where the fuck that is. 
All right. Well. So, sorry, when the, just for the listeners, when the party says they pull up their turbans, uh, before they got to Gracklestar, when they decided on their name, the Howling Dark, uh, a merchant suggested that they wear something that was not of drow um, make, and so he suggests they get some dark gray turbans um, to wrap around their face to kind of hide their identity. So are you all, all donning those? Uh, I'm not donning that. I'm donning the mask, the COVID mask that uh, Jin made me. So you got a COVID mask? Yep. What does the COVID mask look like? It's mostly made of leftover drow leather, so it's black, and uh, put some of the little studs into it. Do you kind of look like the uh, assassin from Diablo 2? <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 a little bit. And Jin, Jin has one too. It looks a little bit different. I put them together pretty hastily. It's hard to put a little bit of cloth in there to breathe it, make it breathable. Sure. <laughs> it will definitely wear the coverings, turbans, everything. Rostos. I'll, I'll pull. I think I have it in the bag. Maybe I'm still wearing it, but I'll just make sure it's around my head as I walk by Mushroom, saying hello. Hello. You're talking about your uh, turban. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. So you all are wrapped up, but but you all are wearing the like uniforms and stuff, and so yeah. And are you following Stool and Rumpadump? Yes. Um, <laughs> so Rumpadump continues onward, and and Stool sort of like gathers himself for a second and as he notices you all are following him. Uh, Stool is going to say uh, to all of you, "Welcome to my home, Neverlight Grove. Isn't it beautiful?" And when he says beautiful again, I know the, the Underdark has been brutal. This is truly beautiful. Um, it, it would be as if you've been to a landscape. I don't know if you all have ever been to like the Sahara Desert where it's truly alien or like the first time you see the ocean, the first time you see mountains. You cannot fathom this type of landscape that you're seeing with the various lights and colors and water and reflections and also just the peacefulness of silence that is not unsettling for once in the Underdark. Um, and I, I think that sense of beauty probably hits you all a little bit. And uh, Stool will say, do you wish to talk to one of the sovereigns? Sure, if uh, if you think that's best. Uh, this place is very beautiful. Thank you for showing us your home. Stool, how long since you've been home? Oh, I don't know. We don't really think like um, you human ones. Right, time, right, right. Now is now, and that's it. Living in the present always, like me. Yes, um, I'm not sure, yeah. I don't know if you lived like that, but sure. <laughs> I've heard you refer to the past many times. <laughs> you know what, you're, you're right, I, I It's do. okay, though, it's fun to say platitudes. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I, I, I'll be quiet. I'm not mad, you don't have to be quiet, I just, I didn't mean to call you out like that, Ross. Well, you, you didn't. I'm st- I still have a bit of beef with you, so. It's oh right, okay. I really, I really cut deep with that one insult. <laughs> I forgot about that. As I, as I fix the bag that's holding. Yeah, Farkas Farkas's his head just sort of like, like loosely, like. And I, and I tuck it in. With goes him. around like a ventriloquist doll's head that doesn't have a hand in it, just Oof. like a lifeless puppet. puppet. Um, and you just see a little spittle come out of his mouth. Stool, I would prepare that it might not be the same as it was when you last were here. Well, there's only one way to find out. Uh, you may be right, but that is not my mindset. I am home, and I am grateful to you. I am sure that the Sovereigns will give you some sort of reward for bringing back both of us. There are only about, hmm, maybe a couple hundred Mykonids, so that are awakened. And so the fact that you brought us back is actually quite meaningful. 
Well, that's great news. I'm glad I found you in that jail that one day. <laughs> I'm glad you found me in that jail that one day, too, <laughs> We've lost so many that were once with us in it's that cell. It's true. <laughs> many have perished around you. I truly consider myself lucky. <laughs> Absolutely, by the gods, I was lucky. <laughs> Death truly surrounds you. <laughs> Rostos is carpeted in it right now <laughs> with a dead body in his pack. Oh my god. <laughs> Rostos, he is starting to stink. You want to put him in the ground yet? You quiet yourself. He's perfectly fine. Just a, bit, just a bit of spittle as I'm wiping it up, going, It's okay. Rostos, thank you. And. <laughs> God, it's so tempting to make you roll madness, another madness saving throw. I'm not going to do it, but that's, that's really tempting. Um, of course, they're referring to Fargus, the halfling um, who was brutally injured by an encounter with uh, some black puddings that Rostos heroically uh, saved from certain death. Absolute fucking certain death. 100% chance death. Um, only to lose a chip jar not too long after. So as Stool is leading you around that large pool that you see in front of you, um, it's pretty shallow, you can tell, but it does seem to be a source of, uh, you know, nutrients for the, um, the myconids, and it kind of goes off in different directions down different cricks. Uh, he's leading you around. He says to you, speak to, uh, Sovereign Basidia. I believe that, uh, they will be able to explain Neverlike Grove a bit more than I can. I feel like I can't quite do it justice. And as you said, things might have changed since I have left. Though understand how we Mykonids work differently than you. We operate in circles, right? We operate in, within smaller groups that then support the larger community, if that makes some sort of sense. Maybe not unlike your concept of guilds, although less shitty and backstabbing. <laughs> Does Neverlake Grove have a lot of circles? Or a finite amount? It fluctuates. As far as I know, it's always had four. But it fluctuates. And sovereigns? How many of them? Usually one, but that also fluctuates too. Okay. Currently, we have two. Sovereign Philo and Sovereign Basidia. Philo and Basidia? Philo and Basidia. And as he's leading you around uh, the um, larger basin where that body of water sits. You kind of look up in different directions, up and down terraces, and as he's describing this concept of circles, you see that in some areas on different terraces, there will be, for example, a group of similar looking or similarly colored myconids, ranging from between like 10 to 20 within a group that are all doing a similar task. So for example, if you look off across it, you can see that there is a series of myconids that are pulling dead things into the ground to then decompose that they can use as food. Right? You look down in another direction, you see that there's a, there are myconids who are working on spreading up the wall and out these various tunnels that you can see in the walls as well. Um, you look another direction and you can see ones that are sort of just kind of shooting out spores a little bit more towards each other. Um, what they're doing, who knows. Um, and then further past that, you can see that there are other groups that you can't quite make out what they're doing. But again, you, you could kind of see the circles. And as he's describing to you that there are four, uh, Dro, you especially with your sight can see that there are actually probably more than four. Fucking rad, dude. Um, I'll point over to the ones seemingly putting things in the ground and say to Rostos, 
Looks like you found his final resting place. <laughs> oh. I just look at him. I look back and go, Oh, his business is my business. I've truly never seen a place like this before. It befits a final spot to rest. But you do what you will. I'm sure Fargus would make what we Mykonids call good eating. <laughs> oh! Oh, huh? dude, stool just keeps roasting Rostos. Stool, I'd prefer for us to keep a business casual relationship that you keep your thoughts about my friend Fargus at least to yourself in front of me. Duly noted. You could keep telling me the jokes. I find them hilarious. I will let you know what you think is a joke that I merely see as the truth. Um, and he leads you closer to uh, the other side of the basin. So now you're kind of going up on the north side. And this is where you see a lot of the awakened Zerk woods that you all saw before. Think kind of like a living tree, not quite an ant because it doesn't have those sort of facial features or anything. But a very tall wood-like mushroom that kind of goes up in tree branches, but all of the same color. But you can see that they're moving and they're each about 10 to 15 feet tall. Pretty fucking big. Um, and they are sort of moving around, um, just doing various tasks. It's hard for you to understand because they will like reach down to the ground for something or maybe just stand in like the water for a little bit or move around. Amidst that circle though, you see two very different looking um, myconids, one of whom has almost like a coral-like helm to them that goes up in this red fuchsia color. Um, and they cool. stand about eight feet tall as well. And then another one that has this cool like hat type of thing, as if it was like a normal sort of cap, like a mushroom cap, you know what I mean? Tilted over that is of more of a purple color. Let me go ahead and just send you all some pictures of these characters. Cool. So you can better picture these guys sound badass looking. For mushrooms, that is. Here is Philo. <laughs> oh, Whoa, cool. He looks fucking That's badass. That's the more corally looking one. With all the reds and ink. And then this is... Oh, okay, so this one is going to be on the left. You won't quite see it as well, but that is Basidia. You can see the hat on him, the purple kind of turned hat. Various hairs growing off of him. Both of them have some sort of a semblance of the face, as you can see. It seems like they have kind of like a Sub-Zero style mask from Mortal Kombat with like holes in it. And then two slits where eyes could be, although when you look at that eye, there is not like a fucking actual retina in there or anything um but yeah that's where uh those two stand you can tell they're sort of directing the others and stool turns to you rumpa dump has just gone off in his own way and stool turns to you um and he says those are the sovereigns do you wish for me to introduce you yes please absolutely i know it's a strange question because they don't really have faces but do the awakened zerkwood trees have a disposition in any way if like on how they're behaving yeah and it's tough without facial features i know you can tell that they're obeying the sovereigns okay, okay? like you can so see just subservient yeah of. yeah absolutely very much of service um okay Thank as you. to like what they're feeling yeah fuck if we know don't even roll an inside check yeah absolutely and uh yeah you are taken up 
There are several other Mykonids that don't quite look like the Zerkwoods or the Sovereigns that are surrounding that area. They look kind of similar to Stool, um, almost like a mix between Stool and Rumpadump. Let me show you a picture of that. Again, more corally, but way, way, way shorter to the uh, compared to the two Sovereigns. Again, they have this sort of like helmet type of thing coming off their back. Sort of looks like a bearded feature uh, coming down their front, but it's clearly not. I'm describing them in humanoid features. Don't think that they have humanoid features. This is just how we would see them. Looks like a smiling duck. eyes, though. Well, again, they have have what we would see as eyes that aren't actually eyes. It's like being on an alien planet. Exactly. Yep. And uh, Stool will walk up, and you will—you don't hear anything as Stool walks up and just sits in front of the two uh, sovereigns, as they just kind of stand there and stare at each other for a while. <laughs> and you all are just given this awkward moment of like watching these things, like you're expecting this homecoming, right? Maybe there'd be like this swelling orchestral music, but instead it's just trickling water, maybe some crickets, <laughs> as these two things just stare at each other for a while. And then Stool kind of turns over to you all, and he says, Come, he's very excited to see you. All right. <laughs> start walking up. All right. So as you all approach, you notice that Stool is, has gone up to the Sovereign with the hat type of thing on them, uh, the one that you would know as Sovereign Basidia. Uh, Philo has gone off with several of the other smaller Myconids, um, and some of the uh, Awakened Zerkwood, the taller ones, and is working on something else. What that is, you're not really sure. Again, like, what would you say if you saw, like, even a normal animal doing its own thing? It'd be hard to describe, much less this alien, awakened fucking Myconid. When you say working on stuff, what is it? Sometimes they're just shoving one of their arms down into the dirt. Sometimes they're just, like, going over to a, a decomposed fucking thing you can't tell what it is and then just sitting on it for a while some of them are just touching each other for a while one of them goes up to the wall and just smashes its head up against it and just rests there for a while just weird things you don't really understand you just know they're communicating either with the earth or with each other cool um and as you approach you finally hear basidia talk to you and uh you hear in his head as he sprays out his own telepathic spores that i'm sure that you all uh, breathe in right away, otherwise this is going to be a, not a very good interaction. He's going to say, Greetings. Welcome to Neverlight Grove. I am Sovereign Basidia. Thank you, humanoids, for bringing back Stool. He is a good drinking buddy of mine. He Stool drinks with you? Sure, look at him go. And you turn around, you notice Stool is sitting in the water, just sitting there, <laughs> just soaking it up. That short bastard sure can drink. Wow. He's been my best friend since I've gotten down here, pretty much. I don't know what to make of that. Oh, well, I don't know. Humanoid concepts, I suppose? Mm, you humanoids have a concept of friendship and happiness that I'm not entirely familiar with, but I suppose I can sort of... Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud of you, Snake Warning. Thank you. Uh, I, I guess um, I guess uh, uh, I guess we have some questions for you, I suppose. And I guess first, uh, why do you have questions? 
Um, we've never really seen anywhere like this before. Why would you have seen some place like this before? That would be even more curious. I, I, I mean, I, I guess not literally, but conceptually, I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. Mm. <laughs> You're welcome for a turning stool. Oh, yes, you humanoids have a concept of thanks, don't you? Well, I thought you said thank you. I was just trying well, to Well, you expect a reward <laughs> now is what I mean, don't you? Not at all. No. <laughs> Hold on one second. I mean, directions is pretty much what directions. We really need. Yes, would be great. Directions. Yes. A f- foreign place to us. One thing at a time, please. Absolutely. Take your time. He goes over to uh, another like larger zerkwood that uh, you don't know if it's awakened or not. Again, these are like kind of like the bigger tree ones, and he just sort of like puts his hand against it and it splits open. And you can kind of peek in there a little bit, and there are a bunch of just like, I mean, I'm going to say humanoid, meaning like things you would recognize, tools, some shiny shit in there, clothes. And he just picks up this piece of paper, and he just walks over and puts it on the ground. Well, that suffice. It seems to be of some import. Now pick it up and look at it, I guess. It is a scroll of protection against fiends. Well, yes, that would be very nice to use. I'm glad you like it. It was useless to me. I collect these useless things. For some reason, they interest me. I get made fun of sometimes. They call me mean things, but I'm the sovereign, so I just, you know, have them decomposed and turned into more food. <laughs> I just have to ask for my curiosity. It's killing me. Um, is that tree still where it was standing, the mm-hmm. one he touched? How long was it open for when he touched it? Not very long, but do you want to roll a perception to see yes. what you can see in there? Yeah. <laughs> I, I had to. Uh, 16. Fucking gems. Fucking potions. <gasps> fucking potions. Fucking weapons. Fucking armor. Thank you, DM. <laughs> I have a question for you. More questions. Well, I'm a bit fascinated with the powers between your people. Do you... Can your power... Do you stretch beyond this world? At least this spot here. Or do you stretch... Because there was a spot outside of uh, where we were all enslaved, where we found Stuhl, and we found a forest of uh, myconids that uh, sort of lit up our way in blues and greens. And I'm wondering if they were friends or if they have contact to you here. Do you reach out there? I've heard few humanoids speak of such concept of oneness that pervades all parts of Mykonid life. And yes, Rastus, you are wise to perceive this. We are connected, although not like that hippy-dippy bullshit that some of you come up with when you have really red eyes and you say how everything is one. That's fucking stupid. But you speak what we call of Aromykos. Aromykos is essentially what connects all of us Mykonid with each other. If you were to take the area of the Underdark that I presume that you have seen, Aromykos would be about four times that size. They are all, and we owe all to Aromykos. Now, Aromykos is also not that hippy-dippy bullshit, like, concept thing. They are real, and they are one, and we are part of it. Wow. 
very cool. I think it's pretty cool too. I'm glad you like it, Rostos. I I have one other question, if you don't mind me asking. I'm here all day, baby. Well, while this is strange magic for me, and everything here is foreign, I seem to have. Well, I had a friend. I have a friend. You question is how you phrase your verb tense there. Do you have a friend, or did you have a friend? I have a friend, but he is very, well, hurt. Mm-hmm. And I know that he has a beautiful voice, and he's full of so much information. It would be a shame for it to be lost. He is still alive here. And I sort of wiggle my bag, and I'm like, is there anything your people could perhaps do for him or take him out and let me inspect him sure and i i carefully take him out of the bag and like i'm holding him with both arms and standing there i'm like this is Fargus. you notice that his ears floating down on the side of his face i pull it right back to where it is (laughs) back into where it is some of his you can't help but notice one of his pinky fingers is missing uh and two of his toes are gone what yeah it's not good. Um, and as you say that, you see Basidia, and I don't know what a Mycodid looks like when they retch, but they're... Oh, 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 sweet holy Aromycos. That is, wow. Never... Oh, wow. Oza. Oh, what happened here? Maybe just a good plot of land. Yes, Jin, <laughs> Jin thinks we could return it to the Aromycos. Uh, uh, we would make what us Mycodids call good eat. <laughs> I... It's not... No, I... That is my last option. He's still alive right now. I have been in this area for hundreds of years. I have traded with many humanoids like you. I do provide some services that they find quite valuable. They call them healing potions. I've never seen one quite like this come back from that. However, Rostos, since you brought me back from Badanthan's stool, two valuable members and two of my favorite drinking bros, I am in need of some services. If you help me out, I could part with you part with some very, very powerful fungi that I have sort of developed myself. Now, will they work right away on their own? No. You will need to find some semblance of the being that did this to him in order to for, like, fully cure him of his wounds. Uh, some hair of the dog that bit him. Ah, yes, I am unfamiliar with this, but I will agree with you out of convenience. All right, uh, what is it you ask of me? Come walk with me as we watch the circles work. Okay. Um, Basidia starts to take you up towards uh, one of the higher terraces. Uh, he's going to take you right over, not far from where you walked across, where you saw some of those climbers kind of going up into those different tunnels. These myconids look like they are more um, 
kind of like Groot almost, um, but more almost like spaced out and bark-like. And just, you can see spaces going through them. Like when I say not like the previous coral, but more like the thinner, spottier coral that you can kind of imagine. Uh, they look more like that. And they still have some, uh, multiple like appendages, you know, that you'd expect from like a, uh, a normal human-like creature. Um, and he's, he's kind of leading you up there. You spoke of finding a way where? Blingdenstone. I'm unfamiliar with Blingdenstones. It's not really my duty to explore, but why don't you go talk to, after we're done here, the leader of the Circle of Explorers. <laughs> of course. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Is that the mic in its name for them? Well, yes. Okay, cool. Did you name them? Yes. <laughs> and excellent, uh... I promise you, it wasn't out of convenience. Chris Perkins wrote this shit. <laughs> he speaks, he speaks to Rasharu. God damn, his fucking name's dude. Rasharu? Rasharu. He's the tall brown one. I've heard of... Wow. I've heard of this Chris Perkins. Is he some sort of god no, of the underdog? No, just a man. Shaman. Just a man. Is he the big brown one? No, that's Rasharu. Oh, okay. You spoke of the oneness of your race. I wonder how do humanoids fit into that? You are humanoids. You get visitors like us? Rarely. Rarely ones who do such a great favor for us. But we get visitors. You might be fortunate enough to see some of them later. I'd like that. Listen, we, you know we eat you, but not when you're alive. You're useless to us alive. The second you die, you become what we like to call good eating. It's Ed time! Subscribe, Subscribe to our, our Patreon. Patreon. All, All your support, support helps. Subscribe. Buy sick merch at wearatstudios.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Look at our Facebook and Twitch. Subscribe to our YouTube to see what we do behind the scenes. We're at Studios Estres Super Cool. Yeah! Yes, you've said that before. But it's best if the meal is fraught in non-violent ways, yes? Dying naturally, you must taste better then, right? If that helps you feel more safe and never let grow, sure. From experience, I would say that's not the case. You can pretty much eat anything as soon as it dies. Violent or not. Preferably, we let it rot for a while. <sighs> that's when it becomes real good eating, is what we call it. Kind of like Rastos' friend there. Mm. He's not <laughs> rotting yet. Yet. I mean, the scent might bring the drow down on us by like the Basidia itself. could lick his lip. No, I'm just joking. Parker <laughs> <laughs> stinks. Jin. Jin is just saying. Enough about the dying halfling. I have important matters to speak to you about that you could possibly help me out with. You saw Philo, the sovereign. It's rare for there to be two sovereigns in Neverlight Grove. And though I trust Philo, 
Do you see that large purple tower over there? It's hard to miss. That is rather new. What? Oh no. Philo has been acting strange as of late. Why, I'm not sure. Let me be perfectly clear with you, Vasidia. Um, there's been a recent string of two-headed beings sprouting up everywhere, and it's the work of denizens of the demon world, and um, that's likely what's happening with your friend there if he's been acting strangely. That seems to be the running occurrence that we've been hitting in the Underdark so far. Demons typically affect you humanoids, but not us. We've seen him basically mess with everything ever down here. Shlupli-Dap was leveled and Grackle-Stro was leveled. Humanoids. Yes, literally, we're all messed up from it. Humanoids. Yes. And how is Stool? It's clear the Mykonids aren't like us. He seems fine. Right. They seem fine, I don't know. Right. Case in point, what affects you does not affect us. Maybe, we just haven't seen it yet, though. Regardless, uh, Sovereign... Basidia. Basidia is correct, of course, and this tower is new, and you have use of us. We're here to serve. How new, by the way? At least in your time, if you could. Humanoids have time, Rostos. Yes. But Mykonids don't have time. They are who they are. Now. In the now. I like this dark elf more than the ones who have visited us recently. I'm, I'm just wondering it, to get to how fast did it grow here sort of thing. But they don't understand time like we do. You're not going to get an answer. We just got Fine. an answer. <laughs> Drow recently. Okay. That's an answer. Forgive me. Oh, we're fine. We're totally cool. Cool. I, I must... I couldn't stress this enough. I'm really dumb. I don't know much. It's okay. I'm, I'm new to this parlaying with people. You're not parlaying with people, Rastos. You're parlaying with the Mykonid. And those amongst you humanoids who deem themselves intelligent are often the ones who fall from their way the fastest. <laughs> Hell yeah. As the camera zooms in to the tattoo on Nico's... <laughs> I'm like snacking on a piece of the dragon heart. I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> the, the, the tower. The tower. I don't know what to make of it. I'm happy to see such growth. But something about it is off. I don't know what... Also, we once had four circles. Now we have eight. It seems to be expanded, sort of, our operations. I concern myself with only four of them. But the new four Philo has sort of developed. I don't fully understand. They call themselves strange names. We're ignorant of your culture and circles, but... Is one of the circles dedicated to growth? Have they... Oh, we've always had a circle of growers. They're quite nice. Would you like to meet, uh, Habupe? Oh, boy. I, I only inquire because it sounds like it might be their area of expertise, but if they're stumped, we'd be happy to investigate. Hmm. 
No, I don't think they would do that. They sort of operate over there. And you can look at an area where there are more impressive Zerkwoods um, and sort of like um, denser formations of various colorful mushrooms. But uh, it's not like that. Sorry, what did you say that name was again? Haboot Bay. Haboot Bay? Haboot Bay. Module's tough for DMs, man. All these goofy ass I, names. I, I, saw, I saw some video online. It's like, yep, more stuff no one can pronounce. <laughs> I will say, I've, I've enjoyed the challenge. But. Do you remember when we thought Schlupleidoff was like the end of it? <laughs> well, no, what, what were those fucking. What were those Koatoa's names? They're all See, terrible. The first one you met, the first one that you met outside of Schlupleidoff was named Sloopy Doop. Yeah. <laughs> I love that and guy. That, that, that was, was super first, confusing. Like, that was the first, excuse me? Come again, <laughs> and then doop, you went to Slublubdop, where you met uh, Plooply Plop. Yeah, they had really good names. Yeah, it was real bad. Um, and then the other one that you met, who died like immediately uh, in Velkenvelve, his name was something equally as stupid. Then Blissblabill's the one that we know mm. from the Society of Brilliant. Yep. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, Jin has a wandering question. Why? Why? (laughs) Jin has lots of Jins inside, and they all think different things. That's probably why. Mm. Don't think that you might you might understand. It sounds a lot like the oneness of one. It's sort of the opposite of that, I think. But yeah, it's close. The the manyness of one. Jin is well. Jin was just wandering. Oh yeah, if the Oreo Michaels, you know the the purple yes. big thing, the, can you feel the Oreo Michaels from the big purple tower? Mm. Can you get inside it with your one knees? We Mykonids are simple in that we sort of are habitual creatures. I haven't even visited it yet. That is not my duty. That is not my area. Ooh. Jen is wondering now, should we visit it? Well, you humanoids are quick to put yourself in places where you don't belong for better and worse. Jen does not mind. Mykonids are consistent, and you humanoids are sort of changers. Chaotic. Tremors that sort of shift the earth, where we just sort of continue to grow. Although... I'm not sure if we are supposed to grow the way that that thing is. Points at the tower. Do you and Philo agree about that? We don't really talk about it, and Philo sort of avoids the conversation and calls it a blessing. Philo calls it Igmorgus. Where is Philo that, again that we can speak with him, or would you prefer we just go up there and have a look around then? If you speak with Philo, you might want to be careful. I've seen how Philo has dealt with other humanoids, like the recent drow that came by here. What happened to them? Did any survive? I don't know how to answer that word, that question, and he survived. Cool, fine by me. I would say, in your terms, both yes and no. Are they part of the oneness now? The drow? 
Things do not happen again. You humanoids are so wrapped up with your concept of time. Things do not go from one state to another immediately. Ah. <laughs> well, maybe we'll just get, we'll get a move on. We should check this tower out, it sounds like, and not talk to Philo. If it's free for us to move freely through Neverlight. A wise question. I will not stop you in none of the circles that I oversee. The circle of hunters, the circle of growers, the circle of explorers, and the inner circle where we just were standing. None of us will impede you. Now, if you are not careful, I cannot promise what the circles that Philo have developed will not. Hunters, growers, inner circle, and... Explorers, where we are now. Look at them go, and they're just crawling up the walls. <laughs> Look at those cool. sons of bitches go. <laughs> Damn, have we only seen Myconids so far? And yeah. awakened trees and shit. Mm -hmm. Awakened Zerkwitz and shit. Uh, besides, like, again, when, you, when I pointed out the circle of hunters which is across the basin you could see there's decomposing things right, over right. there like things from the underdark operating members of this society have been on like it is yes yeah would it be fucked up if there was just this one <laughs> hello how are you like yeah that'd be fucking <laughs> okay line in the sand is known certainly uh could I leave my friend here, Will? I don't know if that's a good idea, if I'm being honest, if you consider him a friend. Then we'll <laughs> scoop him up and put him in the dirt. Jin thinks you should leave Everyone him here. here has said how delicious he looks. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I'll hold my hand <laughs> in Rasto's hand. Rasto's. I, I start stuffing him back in the Rasto's. bag. He's gone. Not yet, he's not. You're sure you do not need to sleep or anything, Rastos, before we take over this endeavor? Oh, I definitely probably think I could absolutely sleep. I'm very tired after almost crying so much. That's right, you didn't get a chance to say goodbye to Jimdra. That's yes. Is it safe for us to stay here, like rest in a way? When you say safe... I mean, we... Try to assimilate us through the night is my question, I suppose. He kind of looks confused a little bit. He's gonna say, No. Okay. Guess I that's think good he's, enough for me. I think he's marked the areas that are safe as long as we stay within those four circles and we have a watch. Is there a spot I could just lay down for a bit and not get pulled into the ground. Why don't you go? This is one of my favorite places. Shall we go closer to the circle of hunters? Or to the closer to the circle of explorers? Uh, the explorers, I believe. Uh, <laughs> he's told us we should even talk to them. Oh, yes, you should probably talk yes, to them. Yes, uh, Rasharut. Then hi-ho. Uh, his name's Rasharut. Please do not mispronounce his name. He's very sensitive. No T at the Rasharut. end. Rasharut. No T at the end. A root is sort of a no-no word for my cats. We don't really have those. That makes sense. Absolutely. More the tendrils that go down like roots like our non-brethren plants. Like mycelium. Yes. Sorry, Rastos. I know that there was a big word for you. Rastos knows, please. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just trying to even spell it in my mind. 
and I, I spell it with a letter that looks like my. <laughs> so he's going to lead you all over to um, the circle of explorers, which is up on another um, terrace, and he's just going to put his legs into the wall and just walk up it. Hmm. And the mushroom that's sticking on the wall, they just sort of like kind of help him upward. Um, it's about 10 feet, but he just doesn't have a problem with it all, and he just continues on without you all in this direction over towards the uh, brown, sort of lengthy, tall, um, sprawling out myconids who can kind of stretch along the walls and go up into these various caverns. I put a hoof on the wall, seeing what happens. You put a what? A hoof on the wall, seeing if I oh, can walk hoof. up the wall. Yeah, I mean, you could you could climb up it with all the mushrooms there. I think you all could all easily make it up there pretty easily. It's not all too right. bad. Um, none of these are alive. These I'm, are just various mushrooms. We're petting them as I climb. Mm-hmm. Give them little pets. So you all climb up, follow Basidia. <laughs> and uh, Basidia is just going to kind of lean up against the wall and put his arms against the wall. And from here, you can really get a view of a lot of Neverlight Grove. And he'll say, This is where I come to relax. Although, I will say that I have not been able to calm myself with the Igmorgus the background there. Please speak to Russia. I must attend to other things. And please, please help me figure out what's happening to my grove. Yes, absolutely. Here's a gift to you. Thank you for hospitality. And I'll hand one of the fillets of Dragonheart. I don't oh. know if you've ever had Dragonheart before, but here you go. You might want to try it. Uh, absolutely. Um, yes, thank you. And he's going to uh, kind of like wave his arm in a direction and then you just see a tiny toadstool with no face just walk up and then just put its like head up to you put it put it on him yeah. i don't need to touch give that little, give a little pet to right. thank you take that, to, take that to the circle of hunters there we go it just sort of goes off towards around the terrace all the way to the other side and you see he just throws it on the pile thank the you pile. very much i'm sure it will be delicious yes <laughs> yes i think i think so is there anything else? Any other of these questions that you have so many of? No, sir. No, person. No. No, I think we've got the gist of it. Thank you so much for your help. Well, be seeing you. And I'll just walk vertically down that wall and back to the inner circle. Um, and um, slowly, the, the tall brown one that's sort of just like this like barky kind of looking creature, uh, taller and thinner, um, probably just slightly taller than you, Rostos, but for a myconid, you know, still pretty dominating in terms of its height. Uh, he's going to walk up to you and you're going to hear, y'all here to just hang out with me? Yes. <laughs> My name's Rasharu. Where is he? Where, where's this voice coming from? You're just hearing in your head, but he's just standing there looking at you. <laughs> like, is he tall? Is he... He's tall. He's just standing there looking at you. Oh, hello there. Hello. <laughs> yes, you're an explorer, eh? I'm the leader of the Circle of Explorers. <laughs> oh, lovely. Well, um, I guess we had a question for you. We were sent to you from, uh, we were sent to you from Basidia. Um, City is my friend. Yeah, so um, basically we're we're kind of looking, uh, we're trying to figure out uh, directional directions to uh, uh, Blingdenstone. Have you ever, have you ever heard of that? Hmm, Blingdenstone. Describe to me. Oh, 
I, I cannot because I've never been there. <laughs> oh, how are you trying to go someplace you've never been to? Although, that's kind of our gig as the Circle of Explorers. But we don't know where we're going. We're just sort of going. Oh, we, we know one thing about it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it has a, uh, a route out of this unto-the-surface uh, world. What's that? You've never been to the surface? What's the... Well, where the sun shines, the heat from the sky. What the hell are you talking? You're just trying to tell me stories, boy? No, it is where I come from. All right. Uh, no. It is a warm place. Why would I want to go up there? It is beautiful. Different trees decomposing logs that are not made of mushrooms. All this sounds pretty pretty bad until you many, got to the decomposing part, but many, buddy, we got plenty of decomposition down here. Or you should see what the sun does to the decomposition up there. I'm you know, sh- there, uh, I, I'm, I'm the leader of the Circle of Explorers, but there's a story about one time uh, uh, there was this Mykonid inventor who got trapped in a under a rock slide, right? And him and his Mykonid son were trying to get out. So he built him these tiny Mykonid wings, but his son flew too close to the lava flow up ahead. You know what happened? Yes. He burnt up and fell into the lava below. You know what his name was? It's Mycaris. Mycaris. How did you know <laughs> you heard the story before? Uh, we have a similar story. <laughs> Forget about Mycaris for a second. <laughs> <laughs> In all of your exploration, have you ever seen a Snurf Leblin? Or a deep gnome. Describe them to me. They're short. They're a little bit lighter skin than mine. What do they taste like after they decompose? A bit like raisins. Mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're talking about the place with all those things. I am. Mm-hmm. All right. Lucky guess with those raisins. <laughs> uh, the drove's been down here. Well, we, we don't really mess with them too much. Well, you know, they tend to come by here and there. They... It used to be quite the trade in uh, types of individuals. You'd see all kinds of, you know, different humanoids, different colors. I mean, you're all the same to us, but, you know, different shapes and colors and all of y'all talking about time all the time. It makes my, makes my spores just hurt a little bit. <laughs> we are very interested in the path that would lead back to their trade city, their trade hub. Well, shit, I, I'd love to help you out, but... You know, I gotta, I gotta listen to Basidia. You get his permission, and I'll, I'll gladly show y'all there. It's a lovely way. Absolutely, that was I mean, kind of the plan. Was... It's got, you can see all kinds of things. Sometimes the earth just starts shaking for no reason. Sometimes you just see these things come out of nowhere and just start eating each other. Oh. Sometimes you see packs of all these different kinds of humanoids just start fighting each other and killing, and we just love to eat up whatever they leave. Sounds about right. That definitely sounds exactly right. Where we want to go. You know, um, amongst humanoids, some would consider me an explorer. Go on. Well. Well, in shucks, what you need me for, sir? We need you infinitely, of course, but I was just saying we might need to take a rest and we're looking at this lovely place. Absolutely. You can just watch us all just stretch up these walls. Make yourself at home. And enjoy your time under the the nice protection of Rasharu. That's my name. You're too kind, Rasharu. Absolutely. Yes, yes, you are. Uh, Oh, no. 
nothing here in my nothing, okay? I'm just gonna bundle up real quick, pull myself together. Uh, just, I have a very thick blanket, don't question it. It's okay, you ain't gotta hide that dying halfling you got in the back. I'm there. sure they can smell it from everywhere in here. Listen, he is. What a smell. I mean, taste it. Hmm. <laughs> They're salivating. <laughs> Make yourself at ease. I don't do any... I don't touch a thing that ain't decomposed. Thank you. You are... Well, hey, if that thing does decompose, you come tell Rosharu and I'll be the first to try. Of course. Of course. Good eating, right? Good eating. That's what we say. You know that saying. That's what we say around here in Never Lie Grove. He, he would be tough. He would be bad eating, I bet. Look at him. He's What's melting. bad eating? <laughs> Stuff that hasn't decomposed yet. Chew, chewy. The flavors aren't as all that they could be. More gamey. It's something you don't want, I bet. Yeah, I'm good on that. Rastos, I think you need to rest. As us all do. Yeah, th- this is starting to make my head hurt. And I need to cry a bit. So I'm going to go unload and unpack. Jin, do you want the first watch or the second watch? Jin, we'll take the first watch. Don't really need to do anything. Okay, be I, fine. Need, I need some sleep, some shut-eye. I would like to mention that I do not believe that Rastos has grasped the concept of how these things eat yet. I'm sorry, you're all trying to take a long rest? I would like to take a long rest. Have some time to think about everything that's happened since... We've lost our friend Gabagool. It's not safe here, but it's safer than anywhere else can be. I Wait, I'm sorry, since you lost Gabagool and yeah. not Jimjar? Well, I mean, since that started everything. Okay, okay, okay. I see, that's your starting point. I'm yes, sorry. Yes, there's drama a lot in Yes, I don't know who just said that, but I heard it in my mind. <laughs> I just need to really really think about everything that's happened since that temple of oozes uh, I, and contemplate and yeah you'll have to think about how you're gonna get a piece of one of those things to help your Fargis problem if only we had a piece of that black pudding right so uh like I said not safe but safer than anywhere else I'm fine taking a long rest astute listeners would be aware that Currently, Nico carries uh, a vial of gray ooze, I believe, Nico? That's right. Yeah. Um, just so you all are aware of the bomb underneath the table um, <laughs> that is at play, but I'm not sure what PCs are aware of what. Uh, so we're just going to let that play out as is. Sorry to interrupt. And well, you guys are taking long rests. Um, I don't mind either way. But I think we should lay down at least a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I could take a quick one and then kind of explore this area. I can... Is it safe for you to be running around? I mean, probably I can run real fast if I need to. I could stay with Rastos <laughs> while, while we both rest if you and Jin don't fully need it. Jin could go with you, whatever. I mean, why not? It's whatever. <laughs> Just sit down, let me gather my thoughts, and, uh... <laughs> recovery! And, um, yeah, I think that sounds great. I'm rolling out my little, very, 
like worked in piece of fabric mat that is my little <laughs> mat that I sleep on in my blanket and I'm laying Farkas out uh, trying to make sure he's warm and right next to me and uh, laying everything out I got uh, Flamenzunga sort of sitting in the ground I just throw it in there put my javelin down and Flamenzunga my, still extinguished no voice coming from Flamenzunga my, since the big explosion uh, of fire it released uh, as you put Fargus on your mat uh, you do notice a couple of the circle of explorers they just kind of look over they just look they just look at them. That's it, dude. That's See all they do. They tongue just look. come out from nope. under the cap and nope. lick they the just, edge. <laughs> they just notice that he's there. And I, I look at them and go, this is one of the great explorers of the of the world. And I start making sure he's really tucked in there. I'm like, yo, be wise to stay away from him. And they I just start. keep they just keep looking at you. <laughs> and they just go back to spreading and climbing and kind of shooting out their tendrils in various directions in the walls. Some of them are way high up there, kind of climbing up the wall. And since long rest includes a lot of things, you know, taking a break, getting to know your items and stuff, uh-huh. I'm going to... Let's not uh, assume too much. No, no, but I'm going to sort of sit there and just, the beginning of the long rest, start, like, sharpening uh, sure. Flamenzunga and my hand axes, making sure everything is, like, not breaking after all the battling I've done yeah. and making sure it's all That's good. That's fair. Uh, reflecting on... Yes. I, man, I, no offense, Rastas, I'm not trying to hit a sore spot consistently, which we've been doing for over an hour now, but I think you've lost more than anyone else probably uh, thus far. Uh, and so as you are taking a whetstone to Flamenzunga, in fact, she's not even talking to you, sparks, ironically, um, this series of Reflection on what has happened over the last couple of well, especially since you left Gracklestug, but shit, man, since you got taken from the the surface, since you left Velkenvelve, you know. Um, everyone else, uh, Nico, you are. Um, I I'm just short resting. Okay. So I'm just kind of like taking a load off and kind of gathering myself, kind of like meditating, I suppose. Okay. Jin is taking in the watch. Jin will probably sit a decent way was away, maybe like 15 feet from everybody else. And then you see her eyes glow as everything's happening, whatever else is happening. Jin's eyes glow a little bit red with the phasers, and she snaps back and just uses her psychic replenishment. And then just sits down and eventually will look in her bag and pull out the hand of a... Uh, the the, corb, the, 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 the <laughs> decomposing oh, yeah. hand of a gnome that his name might be Pelic. Yeah, the um, yeah. You pull that out, and you do see a couple of micadas just sort of stay like they stop what they're doing for a second. They kind of turn their heads, but they they go back to work as well. Just turn and look at them. Slowly. <laughs> they're just like, what the fuck was that? Ah, uh, I mean, he's the. I gotta get back to work. You know, can't can't be can't be eaten on company time. You know. Um, yeah, but Pelic, you pull out the hand. Do you look at it? Yes, I said it's in front of me as I sit down. Okay, you said it in front of you. Dangerous place to put it, but uh, <laughs> you put it down on the ground. Again, tiny little mushrooms come from all different directions. Um, but they know they're not all, like, living. So, uh, well, they're living, of course, but you know what I mean. Conscience or whatever. Conscious. Uh, you, and you hear, Jin, is that you? Yes, I pulled her out. It's Pelic. me, Pelic. I know what your name is. I'm it was. A spooky you are so spooky, Pelic. We've gone over this before. 
You know I have a general disdain for you. <laughs> Understandable. It's because you're too spooky. Right. <laughs> uh, Jin would like to... Uh, we are in the Neverlight Grove. Have you ever heard of this place before? Before heard you were... of... Maybe. Oh, Jesus Christ, Pelic. The, the gods of kill Describe it to me. It's filled with a bunch of myconids and mushrooms. Sure, yes, yes, yes. What direction is your hometown from here? You know the Blinkton Stone. Take the dark tunnel. It is nebulous at best, Pelic. I know, <laughs> but I speak the truth. It's the, the dark tunnel in the. Is it the darkest of the tunnels? Like there's no there's no mushrooms there. Can I be honest? You don't know, do you? No. <laughs> do you know the general approximate time that it would take to get to Blingdenstone from here? From the place where you the d- mushrooms... You don't even know time, do you? You're from the Underdark. Never mind. This is getting useless. I think you might be confusing me with the mushroom people. Oh, my God. The Pelic. <sighs> it is not that far of a journey. And I take the darkest tunnel and I get there, right? Um, yes! (laughs) Again, Pelic, I don't see a reason to return you to your grave if you're just going to be nebulous like this. You can have whatever is there. We have already agreed to this, this, this. I will return you, I will get whatever is there, and then you will probably be in the dirt forever. Um, while this conversation is happening, you just notice that, uh, Rasharu is kind of standing like kind of over your shoulder and he's just going to say to you in your head you hear you going to finish that <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry Rasharu I'm not done with this yet but oh. but you know if 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 it pleases you maybe when I and this strange hand creature have uh, finished our business I will give it to you you hear that Pelic if you do not cooperate with me I'm going to feed you to these fungus people no Yes, and you will be trapped here for all eternity. You have more to offer me? Just give them my pinky. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't need that. You don't need any of this. Seriously, when's the last time you used your pinky? Now that you mention it, Jin, when was the last time that we used our pinky? I don't know. It's very strange. It's, 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 shut up, Pelic. You are distracting me. No. Yes, you are. No. Yes, you are. I'm supposed to be being watched, and you're distracting me, and I just wanted simple directions from you. Do you think the mushroom people could use my pinky? I think they might be able... I will... Uh, it, 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 big mushroom, brown mushroom man. He doesn't respond. He's just staring at you. Do you want a pinky? Do you want a little treat? Sorry, are you talking to me? My name's Rasharu. Yeah, Rasharu. I'm sorry, I forgot your name. There's a lot of things it's going okay. on in my head. I know, there's a lot going on. I've met right a lot now. of NPCs in the last five weeks. I know, there's been a ton. And also, these names are horrible. Yes, they, they are. <laughs> Mine amongst the worst. They are, I mean, memorable, but when there's so many memorable names, they're hard to remember. Uh, do you want a pinky? <laughs> <laughs> he he kind of just like looks forward. It's a little snake. I mean, yeah. All right, Pelic. <laughs> yeah. All right, Pelic. I'm going to pull out the dagger and cut off your pinky. Don't scream. Gnomish nuggets. You will get the gnomish nuggets from you, Pelic. Oh, General, just pull out a quick dagger and slice. Try to slice, hack the pinky off. Did you do it? 
Oh, you don't even feel anything anymore, no, do you? No, you didn't hurt me. <laughs> this is, you're not convincing at all. I have, oh my. It's God. fine. All right. Here, Rashuru, I got a little bit for you. Just make sure when we're finished with this business, you lead us on, no correct? Hey, not bad. Uh, he takes it and he just puts it on the ground and sits on it immediately and just sits there for a while, blankly staring at you. Just stare it's back like at him for a blank for a second. All right, Pelic, you're going back in the bag. Back in the bag. Yes, I will trust your advice that we take the darkest tunnel to... Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, man, I will resume watch. Thanks a lot, Pelic. Okay. Uh, and sorry about that. <laughs> Dro, what are you up to? Short rest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Much more simple. Um, okay, let's say who wants to roll a d20 for me? Go for it, Kratzmeyer, and then TJ, I saw your hand shoot up afterwards. Crit 20. Crit 20, okay, TJ. Uh, do I roll an underdark dice or a digital die? I'll go underdark die. A 19. Okay. Ooh. Let's go. Cool. We're going to DBK. Um, you wanted ones. <laughs> you see, uh, basically, the workings of these circles continue on. You notice the inner circle. You can tell the... The um, sovereigns look so much more different excuse me, than everybody else um, that they, you can tell kind of where they're moving about, especially Dro with your sight or if anyone's watching. Uh, Rastos, I'm sure that you are snoozing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that they're moving around and they're doing things, but no one comes and bothers you. And you all can have a full long rest should you desire it. Um, so full eight hours pass. And again, Nothing here changes. It's not the morning. It's not, there's no shift or anything. People are just doing what they do. However, uh, I want to go back to Jin because after a certain moment, um, Rashiru has, oh man, I almost said digested, consumed, um, integrated. Integrated. <laughs> yeah. The pinky, right? He's going to, at some point, it doesn't take that long. It's only a pinky and he's kind of a bigger dude. And he's going to say, hey, uh, that was one of those smaller, uh, dark, uh, raisin-tasting creatures y'all are talking about, those humanoids. Yes, that one has a name, but I, yes, he was I one I don't even know that. It's too much. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you not like to know the names of your meals? It's not really offensive. I just don't care. That, that's what I figured. Uh, yeah, did it help you think that's where we're trying to go? Oh, sure. You know where that is? Yeah. Where there's a bunch of those? Mm-hmm. Do we still need to help you out before you lead us there? Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't... I can describe it to you, but, like, I don't... I mean, if you go further down that dark tunnel and you meet some patches of, you know, those tiny fungi who just... Ne- fungi who just never shut up. They just talk way too much. Oh, yes. That's, like, that's like what my brain is like all the time. Right. And then you go further down that way and it kind of swirls around and then you just keep going and you keep going and you take a couple lefts, a couple rights, you head north, and then you're there. 